Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Intellectuals. This is Rufan along with Jay. Jay, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just uh, excited to talk about this game between Pakistan and West Indies, the second ODI that Pakistan won, scoring, having set a total of 275 for eight, and West Indies unable to achieve that target, and they were bowled out in the 33rd over having scored only 155. Uh, what did you think about it? I think we kind of jinxed ourselves with the collapse talk. I, I said it last episode. <laughs> <laughs> sort of happened. It started off well. Uh, just the standard fucker Zaman, you know, I told you for every five matches he performed. <laughs> and so He so, left his best self in PSL. He did. He did. Hopefully he comes uh, back, man, with this double century or century. He does often. <laughs> and he's that type of player. You just got to learn to live with it if he has... More than five or six innings like that, then it's concerning. But what I'm liking is is Imam Bobber combo, man. It's been hotter than Bobber Rizwan combo lately. They're both, you know, looking for their centuries. And I hear uh, Imam Al Haq is uh, about to surpass uh, Virat Kohli, depending on what happens tomorrow. It's been going good so far. I mean, this match, uh, a lot of anomalies when it comes to the score that we put up. I thought they were after Babar Azam got out, it was over pretty much until Shaheen Afridi, who has to do everything, came back and put up some <laughs> score. But I thought the score wasn't enough there. And then we somehow put up 275. It's one of those moments where you're just watching the match and not realizing how quickly the score was coming in from whomever. If you look at the scorecard, it looks pretty bad. Apart from Babur and Imam, nothing really happened. But at the end, we got 275, and uh, that seemed to be a good score to defend. Overall, a good win for us. Uh, and the score is not 275. I think it's 270 because we got deducted five oh, rounds. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Barbarazim, for your Thanks way to the other topic we wanted to discuss. Yeah, let's go to that. Let's, well, let me, let me just also share my quick reaction to some yes, of the things that you've please. said also. But then we'll come come at you, Bobber, for your clowning. So yeah, I think the the highlights for me definitely are Imam Huck and Bob Razum. You know, this pairing has really clicked in. They're very good friends, just like Bobber and Rizwan were when they were opening up to. They had a very good relationship. But Rizwan did bring in a different kind of flair than Bobber. He definitely was the person who was keeping the scorecard ticking, especially in the T twenties. Um, and Imam, on the other hand, is more like Babur in 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 his uh, play. Uh, in fact, you know, I feel like they they play around the same run a ball kind of way, and they don't take a lot of unnecessary risks. Babur's obviously a better batsman technically. Imam has some shortcomings, but uh, with Babur's presence there, usually he does very well. So he scored a 72. Babur scored a 77. And after that, uh, we didn't have um, anyone go beyond 22. Uh, that was the third by Kaya score that Shadab and Khushtil both achieved. So, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, a little bit concerned as well for yeah. the way this, this, this innings went. 275 for eight on a batting track, pretty much a dead wicket. Um, is not what we would have thought. But I think the conditions might be one of the reasons why the scores are a little bit on the lower end in the two games. I felt that Pakistan was going to at least post a 300, just like the West Indians did in the first game. But again, I think it's maybe, you know, it's hot. Um, it's Multan and and things are just uh, not as easy to kind of get going with. Uh, and it it looks like both sides are bowling pretty well. Uh, you can interpret this that way as well. The fast bowling uh, did not 
do as well as the spinners this time for some reason. And it worked on both sides. It was a collective uh, contribution from West Indian bowling side, but spin really gave us hard time and uh, vice versa. Same thing happened. West Indies, Mohamed Nawaz just ripped them apart, man, four key wickets after Afridi took uh, the hope away from them, getting out Shea Hope. He was throwing some cruise missiles first over is insanity he kept on repeating the same ball he did against uh, yeah. uh, Rohit Sharma in India Pakistan match he did it five times before he got <laughs> him out so he tricked him into that shot it was, it was pretty impressive some talent yeah he totally set him up so good so it was so easy to see it's very hard to see you know people talk about bowlers setting up the batsman Muhammad Asif was very famous for doing that but it's not easy to to see it all in like a film a clip uh, but that clip of the first over is very, very textbook of setting up a batsman. Just keep bowling in the same area, but a pretty good delivery. You can't do much with it. Almost a Yorker length. But then all of a sudden it goes wide. And that's exactly what the batsman is waiting for. Finally, I get a chance to swing at you. I'm going to swing at you. And that's what he did. And there was a fielder right there. And it's yeah. gone. Very, very smart bowling and good fielding placement. Uh, speaking of bowlers, though, Nawaz uh, obviously was, you know, the star uh, with the four wickets, he I think he set some kind of a record of like the lowest. Um, he gave with the lowest number of runs after you know in a, in a certain number of years or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, but basically, in ten overs, he only went for nineteen and got four wickets. So that is stellar, top okay. notch. Uh, and then the other person that came in and kind of cemented his position in the team as a Pacers, Mohamed Wasim again. He took three wickets in uh, just over four overs. So, you know, Hassan Ali is out. Yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, man. Hassan Ali, uh, I think he needs to spend some time. We're not saying kick him out completely, but he needs to go back to basics. I, I feel the same about Haris Rauf, sort of, man. I don't think pace is everything. You know, it goes back to what you just mentioned about Shaheen setting up batsmen in a classic way like Wasim and Wakar did. And uh, with Pace, West Indies, they cannot get out of their franchise cricket. That's what they do. They come in, they look for Pace, and they swing. And that's the only type of cricket they uh, play usually. <laughs> so I feel both Taris Rauf and Hassan Ali. But Hassan Ali needs to spend his time off the field, go back to basic. Once Wahab Riaz did that, and he came back with better pace, better control, better swings. And I'm not seeing Hassan Ali swinging the ball as much. And that was his specialty. I think he's good with red ball when it comes to that. But white ball, he's he's struggling. And I, we have too much uh, in our pipeline. We still have Nassim Shah, you know. And with Mo, he's going get, to get a chance as well. He's young. Mohamed Wasim is already doing good. So, uh, Shah Nawaz Dhani. <clears throat> yeah, Dhani, Dhani, we haven't even tested that much. But he's got pace ends and swings. So it's it's not looking good for Hassan Ali. Only thing he brings to the table is experience, but I think he needs to get his uh, swing back and control back to to make it into this team. And so he keeps on seeing these chances, but it's not going to last long. And Mohamed Wasim is definitely ensuring that. Yeah, and this performance, he definitely did ensure that. And, um, you know, the other thing is, I mean, both they both kind of go for a lot of runs. Mohamed Wasim also sometimes goes for runs. And in this match, he did too. He had He was for his... Four overs, the most expensive bowlers uh, out of the lot. So something to be concerned about there too. I think Shanawaz Dhani is a little bit more economical. At least that's the feeling I got in PSL. Uh, I don't know how you would do with the 10 overs. But yeah. Mamadou seems got a, a pretty good 
uh, set of skills. So, you know, that that's about it um, as far as the game is concerned for me. I think we had pretty pretty good yeah. things to talk about here. I want to I get your thoughts and understand what happened with the five-run penalty. Yeah, that's what we're coming at. That. So there were, yeah, so basically the rules is uh, that you cannot, no one besides the wicketkeeper can receive the ball using a glove hand so yeah um you know wicket keepers often throw their glove off because it's easier to hand handle the ball without the right. bigger glove the outer glove so you know it's easier when they when they go for fielding the ball away from the stumps they usually take their glove off and and handle it with their inner gloves because it's a lot easier to, to throw with it and uh, Barbara thought it was cute to try it on real quick <laughs> Check himself out. He received the ball in a gloved hand. Yeah. And apparently the umpires didn't think that was cute. So they <laughs> they charged those five runs. All right. Yeah. And on that note, uh, this is it for tonight. Thank you for joining uh, once again. Quick Collectials. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Until next time. Peace. Peace.